0: Hello and welcome to Beautiful Journey. My name is Yolanda Badoff, and every month we will travel along a winding road and talk about overcoming fear, anxiety, depression, self-doubt, whatever the roadblock is in your life for you at that moment. With faith and determination, we will overcome those daily roadblocks together. I would love to share my journey with you and in hopes it will inspire you to be strong, courageous, powerful, and overcomers. Let's do this. Welcome back to Beautiful Journey. Um, Thank you for sticking around, and I know my initial episode was very short, but I just wanted to provide an introduction to uh, what the podcast was going to be, and just, you know, for those of you that don't know me, um, just introduce myself, too. Um, Hopefully, you've been able to find me on Instagram at Beautiful Journey 2020 and follow me there and... Um, I try to post something daily that inspires me and hopefully to um, inspire you. Uh, Like I said, I'm going to try to put these podcasts out um, once a month is what I'm committing to right now. But, um, you know, I don't know. I might be able to post um, or, you know, put out more um, episodes a month later on. But today I wanted to start by um, just before I, you know, jump into it, just talking about my week and what I've been going through. And for those of you that know me, you know that my husband and I are going through, you know, transition. He just retired from the Air Force, which I'm such a proud wife. I'm so proud of him um, that he's accomplished that. And, you know, with transition, it sometimes it's a challenge and it's new and, you know, there's a lot of different emotions going on. Um, but, you know, just, for a boost of faith anyway, this past week we had been, you know, praying about certain things and that we wanted and we needed to happen in our lives to make sure that our transition continued to be smoothly. And, you know, it was kind of difficult. We had our moments of doubt and fear and anxiety and all those things that come with, you know, a big life change. And, you know, I I said, let's just keep our faith and trust God. And from one night to another, things changed for us. And it was just amazing to see that, you know, what we believe in does work in keeping a positive mind, you know, making sure that, you know, we wake up with that positivity, even though we may not see it in front of our eyes. um, I I feel like that's life, you know, and that's my journey. And that's kind of what I want to share with you as well as, you know, just making sure that no matter what's going on in your life at that moment, that you wake up and that you're moving forward and that, you know, you continue to trust the process, you know, and during my whole process the past two years, that has been, you know, my thing. And I heard that in uh, a sermon that I heard, um, I can't remember the pastor's name, but Either way, um, that was one of the sermons, that was Trust the Process, and that just really hit home for me um, during that time in my life. But yeah, I just wanted to share that, you know, hopefully that helps somebody that's listening and, you know, just to continue to move forward no matter what's going on I- at the moment. But I also wanted to start by, you know, talking a little bit about what got me to this point to want to start this podcast and Um, I'm hoping that I can get through it all without, um, having to edit out any tears (laughs) or getting emotional, but yeah, you know, I I doubt I'm going to edit anything out because I want this to be as raw and real and, you know, I want to connect with you all. And, um, I think like sometimes editing things out like that just doesn't make it, you know, genuine and what I want it to be. You know, I want be able to connect with you all on a real level and hopefully build a bond and relationship with my listeners that feels like we're friends and we can lean on each other. But um, either way, um, the quote I want to start with is actually it's a Bible verse and this kind of sets up the podcast for what I'm going to be speaking about, but the Bible verse says, for this child I prayed. And the Lord has granted me what I asked for. There we go. (laughs) Waterworks. But um, that Bible verse means so much to me because at a moment that, you know, I thought I would never be able to conceive, God blessed us with that opportunity. So in um, early 2018, I had come home from a trip that I had taken to Tennessee. So I I went and I visited my sister. It was her 40th birthday, myself, a few friends. We went there. We um, threw her this surprise weekend, basically. And we had lots of fun and did the tourist thing in Nashville, went out to fancy dinners, and it was just such a great moment. And so I, I came back from that and, then we had our nephew here, my father-in-law, and, you know, Christmas, and just, it was such a happy moment, it was such a great time, and, you know, feeling really good, and then, you know, all of a sudden one day, it was actually a, a week or so, It's was just, like, not feeling like myself, and, you know, I, I was tired, and just, like, all the symptoms that you get with pregnancy, but in my mind, I was like, nah, it's just, you know, I. It, whatever, you know, it's that time of the month for me or it's gonna be that time of the month for me. now nah, it's not what I think it is. But just gee whiz. I, I took a pregnancy test and I can remember like it was yesterday. You know, I was in my rush bathroom and I got this like hot flash. I was like, That's it, something's up. So I took the pregnancy test and I my husband was at work and I texted him a picture of the positive pregnancy test and he's you know he's like what's going on like whoa and, you know this is real so I then called him like yes you know it came out that I'm pregnant so I have to go to the doctor so I you know I got everything together I did what I needed to do it was confirmed I was pregnant um you know I went to my first doctor's appointment and everything was great and we were so happy but that bible verse you know right there just wraps all of that experience into one. I had prayed for that, you know, in my earlier on um in our marriage, I had been diagnosed um with HPV and you know, that's something that again a lot of people don't want to talk about. It might be embarrassing for some, but you know, it's something that's real, it's something that's out there. It happens to men and women and um unfortunately for me, it got to you know, a point where it could have um, prevented me from having children. And I don't share it with a lot of people, but, you know, that was just one of the things that in my mind, I always thought, no, you know, even though I I, ask, I would ask God for it and, you know, my husband himself had gone through some things and, you know, there was moment, a moment in our life, in our marriage where we were just like, okay, you know, we're, we're good. We're not going to have children. That's fine. But, you know, things happened. things changed. We grew together, and um we got to a moment where we decided, you know, we're ready. and but in the back of my head, I had always thought like, no, this is not going to happen for me. You know, it's it was the fear, the doubt, and you know, the anxiety and everything that comes with that. But um, eventually, you know, we said, we're gonna start trying, and that was actually right before I went to visit my sister in Tennessee, we had said that, so I said, okay, you know, I prayed, I said, God, if this is something that's going to be, then I'm just going to trust you, and it came back, and I was pregnant, so it was kind of one of those things that it's beautiful, because, you know, I was shown my, f- you know, my faith, I put my faith in what I believed in, and I uh, was shown that there is a God, and you know, in my life, and that things can happen. That I was able to get pregnant, and you know, I carried that baby up until three months, um, exactly three months. And uh, you know, now I can talk about it. Yes, it's it's painful, you know, sometimes to go back to that space of when I lost, you know, and I had a miscarriage. But it's also I'm so proud of where I am now with the support of people around me and, you know, my faith and therapy and just all of those things wrapped up got me to where I can sit here and talk about it. Yes, I still get emotional. Yes, you know, like I said, it's still, um, you know, hard sometimes to go back to that, that place. But to be here and be able to talk about it and to let you all know if it's something that you're going through that you will make it to the other side, you know, um, there is hope for you. Um, but during, you know, those three months, it, before the loss, I, um, had moments, you know, during my pregnancy where I was just struck by like, fear. I was just so fearful and, You you start reading things on the internet and, you know, hearing everybody else's stories and uh, I would relate myself to them and, you know, the things that they say not to do. You know, I was doing all of them and I said, I told myself when I found out I was pregnant, I'm not going to be that person. I'm not going to, you know, let those kind of things get to me. But they did. I had major anxiety every single day, you know, and I, it was probably a combination of hormones and everything, but my anxiety was out the roof. I wasn't sleeping. Um, it, it, you know, my mind was just spinning and with fear and, um, thinking that what happened was going to happen. That's what my, where my mind would go every day. And, you know, I'm thankful for the, you know, my husband and uh, my friends that I had around me at that time that really would, you know, encourage me to try to be positive and not think that way. And, you know, and before the pregnancy, you know, a few years before the pregnancy, I realized that I had anxiety and, but it was was something that was managing, you know, I was like, okay, I realize this is something that's going on, but it's not anything that's affecting my, day-to-day, just, you know, every now and then I would get, like, these little spurts of anxiety, and, um, you know, I would go to the gym, I was finding ways to manage it on my own, because um, I didn't think I, I needed any kind of, like, therapy or anything like that, and, you know, before then, before I realized that I had anxiety, I was still having the same kind of symptoms and things that were happening to me, but I didn't, know what it was you know I didn't realize because growing up that wasn't something that we talked about it wasn't something that was brought up you know anxiety or depression really or you know and looking back and just thinking about things I can see where there is areas in the people and their lives of the people around me that you know were affected by this but because of you know, I'm not sure what it was. It could have been a combination of culture and, you know, maybe the religious upbringing and, uh, you know, a lot of things could have been. But I, I do know that regardless of whatever the reason, you know, that wasn't spoken about that um, we always did have our faith in that somehow or some way, you know, God always saw us through those moments. But in my personal life anyway, I... I realized that I did have that anxiety um, a a few years before uh, my pregnancy. But, you know, I I went through all that process during my pregnancy and I I went through the loss. And right after I went through the loss, I I fell into a deep depression, you know. And I I didn't really know what that was until that moment. I seen people go through it and I've always been – that person that tries to continue to help people see the positive side of life. And, you know, so I had seen people struggling and talked about it with people and, you know, the anxieties and all the, all that stuff that comes with it. And, um, but I had never, it had never personally, you know, touched my life the way that it did after my loss and, I just I don't wish that on anybody you know the depression that you know I didn't want to get out of bed you know for a whole month straight that's all I wanted to do I didn't want to see anybody I didn't want to talk to anybody I didn't feel like anybody understood what I was going through I felt alone even when I had people around me trying to encourage me and you know, allow me to speak and, and even saying it, you know, out loud to them, I'm depressed and I'm in a depression. I still felt alone, like there was nobody there for me. Um, You know, I went through times where I was blaming myself for everything that had happened. And then, you know, I started trying to connect with, you know, people that might have gone through the same experiences I did but still uh, when I heard their stories and you know them saying you're not alone you're not the only one and it would make me angry and you know know, for those of you that have gone through the process of miscarriage or even just depression you know I'm sure you understand but I didn't know how to get out of that I didn't know you know I would pray and I would pray and I would feel like nobody was here I didn't feel like God was there you know I didn't feel like anybody was hearing me, I, um, when people would tell me, you know, certain things, it would just make me angry, and, you know, I was out of control, and while going through all this, I had to keep my everyday life going, you know, my job, Um, and my job consists of being this happy person, being out in the community, and speaking to people, and encouraging others, and you know, motivating others and building people up and, you know, helping those that are going through process of grief and just this combination of things that I felt like at that moment, I can't even do that. You know, what am I doing? I would wake up every morning and go to work and, you know, just it's like an out-of-body experience where you're just floating and you're looking down at yourself going through all these motions, but, um, you're not there. And it was just a weird feeling. You know, I had never gone through anything like that and it was a challenge. Um, but again, you know, I had people around me that were praying for me, that were encouraging me and, you know, to those that were around me, you know, thank you. Thank you for pushing me. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for, you know, not giving up on me during that time and you know and that's what I want to build here on this podcast I want to build a group and a community where you know even though it might seem hard or even though the challenge might seem difficult that day that you can either come to the podcast or you can come to you know my Instagram page or just email me um, and my email is beautifuljourney2020 at yahoo.com and you know we can talk and we can be there for each other. But, you know, like I said, I I went through that depression and I got to a point where I'm like, I don't know. I don't know where where to turn. I don't know what to do. Um and my friend from work she um suggested she said, Well, you know, I went to therapy once and it It uh, helped me, you know, through my situation that I had gone through at a a time in my life. And, you know, I was just like scared and no, I don't need it. And, you know, it's something that had seen others around me do. And, you know, they would tell me that it's amazing. And, you know, I even I have uh, a brother that's going to school to be a psychologist. And, you know, he kind of mentioned it to me, but I was just like, oh, I don't know, you know. or support groups, but it just wasn't something that was comfortable for me. You know, what wasn't comfortable for me was the fact that I would be sitting in front of somebody, being vulnerable when I'm used to being strong. You know, oh, I'm not the one that's going to cry in front of everybody. I'm the strong person. I can do it. I don't need anybody. I'm going to get myself out of this. And, you know, it was I, I, I even though, you know, I knew that I couldn't do it, that's, that was my mindset, you know, and it's it's actually been my mindset for a really long time, you know, from a child, you know, I loved the competition, I loved being competitive, I loved a challenge, and ambitious, and I'm still, you know, ambitious, but that was the thing that would drive me, I would, you know, and that is how i learned to deal with um, my circumstances in life is like you know what i'm going to get it done doesn't matter what it is and you know try to be as optimistic and positive and that's who i am and that wasn't working for me you know that wasn't working for me during that time so i was like okay if i if i don't do something I don't know what's going to happen to me. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. I have to do something about it. So I uh, I actually prayed and I asked God to direct me, you know, to a good therapist. Because I'm like, okay, it needs to be the right person because I'm going, but I'm not ready for it, you know. So I went to my first therapy session and, you know, I sat there that first day and i cried and i cried and i cried and i cried and you know probably within the 30 minutes to 45 minutes that i was there um i was able to you know get a few words then about my situation and why i was there but um i then after that started going to to a session a week For about seven months so for seven months straight I went to one session a week with my therapist and she was a blessing she was the right person you know I was so comfortable um you know after that first initial visit and it made me realize what kind of person I had been and not dealing with my My feelings. So whenever I would go through any kind of what might be traumatic to me, you know, situation in life, like I had said before, I would try to say, "Well, I can do it by doing this," you know. Oh, I'm I'm gonna fix my doing this or that, and but I never, I would just take all those feelings and emotions and put them into this box, and that would build up to my anxiety. But I never, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that that was happening to me, you know previously to my loss. I just thought that was the way I coped, you know, and when this, this happened to me, you know, it it broke me and it broke me in a sense where, you know, that just wasn't working and I had to get to a point and I feel like sometimes, you know, we're allowed to get to a certain point, a breaking point, so we can be built up and, become who we really need to become and become the person that, you know, our maker wants us to become. And I, um, I don't ever feel that, oh, you know, my miscarriage happened because God made it happen. Like, I, I just, I don't believe that. I, you know, I feel like that was something that happened and, um, it wasn't, anybody's fault or doing or you know but during that process I you know it was something that I feel that God knew I was going to go through and it it was a process and this process has gotten me two years later to this point where maybe you know I'm gonna be able to help somebody on their journey and you know get through whatever they're getting they're going through um you know maybe it's not a miscarriage for you maybe it's just life a sickness or something that you've been fighting with you know maybe it's therapy maybe you've been thinking about going to therapy but you know it's something that um you haven't been able to put one foot foot forward and do and you know and a lot goes into it when it comes to you know doing taking that step it can be self doubt it can be religion. It can be family. It can be, you know, just in that moment in your life, you're not ready to, to make that step. But I'm telling you, for me anyway, it helped to speak to somebody. And even if it's, you know, not a therapist or whatever, and, you know, just pick up the phone. And if you're going through some something, there's somebody or, you know, write an email, like I said, to me, there's somebody that's willing to be there to listen, or maybe give you advice, or maybe not say anything at all, Um, because I know there was a moment for me where I didn't want anybody to give me advice, I just wanted somebody to listen, and I wanted to speak, because I needed to speak in order to heal, and I really believe in that phrase right there, and I'll continue to say it, and Hopefully, you know, people will, as they go through their process, understand it, um, that it is healing. And, you know, my therapy session speaking to the therapist was such a healing moment for me. And, um, you know, it's what got me to this point. So I'm so grateful for that. And, you know, there's one, um, I wanted to read something to you all that I had read on a Facebook post that really uh, touched my heart and uh, hopefully, you know, there's someone out there that can relate to it as well and it has to do with, you know, like the pregnancy loss and everything. Uh, But this post was posted by um, someone on Facebook, Love Lattes in Life, unscripted by Molly Claypool. So she wrote this long message to women, you know, that have gone through miscarriage or that are struggling to conceive. And, you know, in the, in the post, there's a picture of a first response pregnancy test. And she goes through this whole um, post and, you know, stating different things. But if you want to go and find the post that's on Facebook, and it's under Love, Lattes, and Life Unscripted by Molly Claypole, and it was a post that she posted in January, But at the end of her post, she wrote this, um, and it says, But in the meantime, remember, you're valuable and oh so incredibly beautiful. You're a good friend, an extraordinary light, and a sister or a daughter. Maybe somehow you're already a mother, just longing for more. You're not in this alone. Your boat is not going to sink. Adjust your sails have peace, my girl, you're going to be okay. And when I read that, I was just so moved by it because it's so true, you know, and that's not just with, like I said, pregnancy loss or anything like that, but it's with life, you know, we're going to be okay. We got to keep moving forward. You know, we got to keep pushing forward. We got to make sure that we have a good community around us to help, us in those moments, and we need to build each other up, build each other up, and continue to just pray for one another, you know, if praying or, you know, is not your thing, you know, just sending good energy, good vibes to to those that you love, and, um, but, you know, in my podcast, you're going to hear a lot of Prayer and God and religion because that's who I am and this is who I am and I want to make sure that I'm as transparent because, um, you know, if I want to help others, I need to make sure that I'm giving you all the tools that I have and that's part of the tools that are in my toolbox is my faith. And I, you know, my faith has carried me this far and I'm not going to say that there's never been any time or moment where, you know, I think like, well, or during that time, you know, during the time that I was going through, is there really a God? Is there, you know, is he really out there? But time and time again, he has proven that, yes, he is here. And he is always listening. And, um, you know, I don't want to get uh, my podcast taken down or anything for copyright, but there's a song that I've been listening to lately. Um, it's called Waymaker. And for those of you that don't know, I have been also trying to learn to play the piano, and this is one of the songs that I've um, been practicing. But it's just, it's amazing that no matter what, God always makes a way, brings us through, um, and, you know, we'll continue to do that. Um, but let me play this little portion of the song for you. It's it's amazing. Oh, his name is above his name is above depression. His name is above. His name is above cancer. His name is above everything His name is above That is who you are. That is who you are. That is who you are. But, okay, so, <laughs> oh, but the song is Waymaker and it's by Leland. Better word is the name of the um, album, but and that's L E E L A N, like a Nancy D, like a dog. But that song just you know, I play that often, and it's you know, it resonates within my soul. But um, I wanted to share that with you, and I appreciate you all for listening. I know this is a little bit of a, an extended <laughs> podcast episode, but. I wanted to make sure to try to get everything out there, and um, I hope that you guys continue to listen, and I hope that we can continue to you know, build each other up, and um, any comments or anything that you want to leave on the Instagram page or on my you know, email, again, the Instagram is beautifuljourney2020, and my email is beautifuljourney2020 at yahoo.com. Also, I recently was approved for my podcast to be on iTunes, so you can find me at Beautiful Journey 2020 um, on iTunes as well. Um, I hope soon to get this push through Google Play and all other platforms, so just stay tuned for that. But again, I mean, I would love to hear from you all. Uh, It'll definitely help me to continue to you know, come on here and do this podcast when I know that there's people listening. But either way, like I said on my first episode, that if only one person hears this message or, you know, listens to my podcast, that's all that matters to me. And um, I will continue to do it until, you know, my heart tells me to do something else. But um, thank you all for listening. I love you all. And I can't wait to catch up with you next time.